Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is El Romano finally, finally back with another episode of One Man, One Mic, No Filter. It's been a little over two months since my last episode. I've been incredibly busy. I wish I could have done this sooner. I'm sorry. A lot, a lot has happened since then. I finally have my own job now. Uh, Halloween has come and gone. The holidays are now upon us. So uh, I guess I, I guess I should uh, take this time to um, say in advance I hope you guys have a happy holiday season for the months to come. You know, uh, Thanksgiving, then Christmas, then eventually, you know, New Year's. And then we'll, you know, be in the new year, obviously, because that's what New Year's Eve and day is supposed to celebrate. Uh, But I do have a good story for you guys today. So uh, this happened about a month and a half ago. And... uh, Yes, it's something I will absolutely never forget, or at least hopefully will never forget. This is about when me, uh, my brother, and his, a group of his friends invited me. Yes, yeah, so, uh, my brother and a group of his of his friends invited me to tag along with them for a few hours uh, at uh, Six Flags, uh, which is a uh, Discovery Kingdom. I think is the closest one to where I live. So. I forgot what city it's in, but like an hour and a half away, two hours away. So I, I ended up saying yes. We ended up going there. And uh, and this is like two weeks, two, three weeks before Halloween night. So it's like, uh, it's still doing the um, like the horror fest or like the horror show at Six Flags. So uh, and that was the main reason why we, why we wanted to do it. Uh, because we heard that the haunted house is always like incredibly scary. And that's what we wanted to go on first. Uh, because I think they said that the park closes at six o'clock, but then the people who are, um, who are with the horror fest, uh, because like, here's the thing, it's a bit complicated. Six Flags and the horror like show, um, at Six Flags are two completely different things. It's basically just another people from the scaring company, from the horror company or the horror business, whatever you want to call it inside the venue of Six Flags. So it's basically like a giant partnership. And in the process at night, they basically just come uh, come alive at night and basically basically just try to scare everyone. So like some people there were like scarecrows. Some people were like zombies roaming around. Uh, some pe- A few people were like wicked witches, but it, it was mainly like zombies and uh, scarecrows. So, but, but anyway, so we got over there at around six o'clock, 6.30. In the evening, yeah, six thirty in the evening, and it takes us like ten, fifteen minutes just to walk from the uh, from the parking lot to the uh, to the actual entranceway of the park, and uh, because there's a because uh, I don't know the say that the entrance door is like at the very far right of the park the parking lot is like at the at the very far left of the park so you have to walk like quite a big distance from your car just to get to the uh, front gate but uh i find we finally get over there and uh one of my brother's friends whose name i won't mention uh he he said that uh he had like some sort of like a like express pass or like some sort some sort of like season pass or whatever exclusive pass that would that would that we thought would allow us uh, all of us to get in even though we only had like one ticket 
found out that it didn't work that way, and we and we had to go in another line to try to get a, another line uh, that would lead to like a receptionist desk, I guess you could say. Uh, kind of like how it has like those uh those seat, those lines in the bank. When it's your turn to go up, there's like you're speaking with someone through like a small glass. There's like a few holes in the glass, and they're just like sitting like as if it's a normal desk. It was like that. And uh, so we ended up getting there, literally waited for like an hour, no joke, because uh, I don't know, I guess the people just in front of us, which was like 15, 20 people, had had like some really long conversations. So uh, yeah, we just waited a long time. We finally get up. Uh, they say that we have to buy our own season passes or something like that. And... At that point, I realized I screwed up because I, did. I don't know what I was thinking because, well, no, no, I was in a rush as soon as I got home before we um, uh, left for Six Flags because that same day, right before I had gotten home and everything, I had just finished like a six and a half hour shift because I not because like I said my my new job, I work, uh, six and a half hours on each weekend day so uh from 9 30 to 4 so i had to wake up um, relatively early go to work for six and a half hours come back home have like five minutes if i was lucky to um a change and you know like uh, get dressed and everything brush my teeth all that and then we, we would be off to six flags so i didn't even think about about bringing any money with me so I let them know about that. And they're like, dude, like, are you serious? You didn't bring any money with you? And then my brother um, stepped in. He said, like, don't worry, guys. Um, I, uh, he says, I'm gonna, don't worry. Uh, I, I got you covered. Just uh, remember to pay me back when we get home. And I said, okay. So he, pays, so he pays for my ticket and we're all in. So then we decided, I thought we were going to go straight to the haunted house or whatever horror elements that this um, horror show provided us. And... Uh, but I decided they decided that they wanted to go on at least one ride before, so we decided to go on Medusa, and uh, that was in and of itself an, uh, also a long wait. From the very beginning of like, from like the end of the line at the very bottom, all the way up to like going past the stairs and like just like the whole line, we waited for like seventy minutes, no joke, and which was funny because uh, I was like. I think like 20, 30 minutes in, I was like, oh my goodness, like this guys, this is just not worth it. We could be at the haunted house right now. And then eventually I just started like giving up hope for, uh, to like possibly change their minds about leaving the line before we, before we got too far in and before it was like too late, but they were like, they insisted on going. So then we waited like another 40 minutes for that. Uh, and then I think we were like 10 minutes away from the very top of the line or the, or the very front of the line. And I say, oh my goodness, guys, I like no joke. I, f I really feel like I have to go to the bathroom. I had so much soda during my shift at work today. Uh, I, I really don't think I can hold it in for much longer. And, and I, I asked one of them, like, how, how long do you think it would be until um, we, um, like, you guys get to the top of the line? I said, I'm, uh, I say like 10 minutes, dude, like, like anywhere from five to 10 minutes, but, uh, it's, if you need to go, you better like go now because like the line is moving. I'm kind of fast now. And I saw that they were right. So my goodness, how, do, how should I explain this? So the line, uh, 
uh, a little bit of context. The line, it started off like a, like, a, like a single file line, and then eventually it would get into like this literal maze of a line where people are just like literally zigzagging um, across each other, and uh, there's hardly any, and all there is is just like some small metal bars that are, um, that separate, um, um, the different sections of the line. So I had to like, and we were like at the very, um, end of this maze section. And then after that, we basically just go up two flights of stairs and then you're at the top. So we were at the base of the stairs. We had just gone through all of the, um, the maze section, if you would. And eventually I'm like, uh, I'm having to like like d uh, duck underneath the uh, these bars and like scoot in myself in between like these people who are behind me and I say like I'm sorry I'm sorry I have to get through and then eventually I'm like you know what I am not going to go through this so uh, I in this uh, on the outskirts of this line there is uh like I guess you could say like uh like a bamboo type of thing I don't know if the bamboo is fake or real. But uh, there's basically like this um uh, this off this off limit section that is like an asset to the ride, but uh, and there's like there's like a like bark on the ground and like I said bamboo trees covering it so like it's it's pretty shadowy at the center like it's pretty dark so I'm like you know what like screw this I'm going through I'm taking a shortcut and I I, I zoom past it in like five seconds so I make it to the other side of the fence in which I'm uh, this no limit, uh, th this off limit, uh, um, area is sealed off. And there's a few, uh, quite a few African American kids. And I say, look out. And I just like, and I jump over like, and I, and I land on my feet. And as soon as I, uh, and start like roaming, uh, running to the bathroom before I even like, uh, like, like right when I hit the ground, one of the one of the guys, he's like, like Edward, where the f did you come from? And and I just like laughed at it, and uh, started like uh, running to the bathroom. Got there, took literally about forty five seconds to um, go do my business, wash my hands, and then uh, ran all the way back, ran through the bam the off limits uh, bamboo section again to uh, the to where the base of the stairs was. And they had barely gotten up one flight of stairs, and I made it in time. And then we finally went on the ride, and it was honestly, it was it was fun. It was less than three minutes, but it was definitely worth the rate, the rate worth the wait because of how good of a thriller of a ride it is. So we did that, and then we uh, we go uh, we go down like the exit lane, like after we um like, get off the ride and and everything, we collect our stuff. And then uh, we just, they want to go to the, um, to, to the maze. Wait, no, no, not the maze, the haunted house section of the park. And I said, I'm like, hey guys, like, what about this? I'm a, the, the Tasmanian devil, uh, which is literally just like a, a, like a straight circle of a roller coaster. I thought it was called like a, like the wheel of fire because at the top of the structure, there's like these, I'm a cardboard or like hard plastic out on my, outcuts of um uh, no 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 outcuts cut outs of like um uh, like of these fire animations so i was like man this looks like a like a wheel of fire or something so i just called it that but no it's called the tasmanian devil and it is earlier when we were when we just entered the line for the medusa we saw that it was like not working we come out we see that it's like just starting to get up and there's not too too big of a line there like seven kids or seven people 
and we're like, hey, like, let's just like go on this one time. Uh, and um, then after that, we will go on, we will do whatever you guys want. Like, we'll do the haunted house and whatever. I said, okay. So we get in and like right when this, uh, right when the ride starts to get good, because on this ride, it's like I said, it's like, uh, I guess you could say it's kind of like a two way roller coaster and like a straight circle. So basically you start out at the bottom and, uh, it literally is like a, like a pendulum, essentially the roller coaster carts. Uh, you basically just start to go up like to the right and then you start to go up even higher to the left and then up to the right. And then eventually like it goes back and forth to the point where sometimes you're literally like hanging upside down and then it goes like room, like the other way. And then you're hanging upside down again. So, so it's literally like a pendulum. As soon as it starts to get good, the ride literally shuts down. And uh, I said, like, what's happening here? Well, I hear over the, the speaker, excuse us, ladies and gentlemen, we apologize to inform you that the Tasmanian devil is cur- is temporarily um, out of operations. Uh, we, ser- we sincerely do apologize for this inconvenience. And I said out loud, yeah, I'm sure you guys do. No one responded, but I didn't care if anyone responded because, like... Because we literally wasted like two hours of our lives just to um, like get inside and get on one ride. We tried to get on a second ride and it's not even working properly. So then we're like, screw this. Let's just go to the uh, haunted house. We're on our way to the, to the haunted house, which is at a completely different section of the park. And uh, we eventually, on our way there, we see these giant group of people surrounding this kid that is face to face with a employ with a zombie quote unquote basically an employee of the horror company dressed up as a zombie in one of the off limit sections because like that's only for employees so I'm um, uh, and I see that the employee is not like at, he's he looks like a zombie and everything like the makeup effects on him are great but I see that he's, like, walking, like, normally, and, like, he's not, like, limping at all like a zombie would normally do. He's walking, and he's, like, looking off into the distance, and he ha- and he's, um, talking with someone on his walkie-talkie, and, and obviously his walkie-talkie is in his hand. So I'm like, okay, like, this guy is broken character. Something is wrong. My brother is able to, my brother and his friends are able to, to get closer than I am, and we, he sees that. I mean, I got I caught glimpses of it, but my brother had like a better vision. So according to him, he saw that uh, that the cust sorry that the uh, cust I'll just say customer. I mean, it's not a restaurant or anything, but I don't know how to how else to refer to the to the people who are um, going on the rides and everything who have the tickets. So I'll just say customer for simplicity's sake. So the customer had a confrontation with the employee, and the kid is like. 14, 15, 16 at max years old. Uh, employee looked to be about late, like mid, late 20s, early 30s. He, uh, they had a confrontation. So the employee, um, as part of his character, like as the zombie, is wielding like a chainsaw, which is real. Uh, apparently, he, uh, let me see. So, so it wasn't running. However, he still had like like the chain thing like 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 the chain link i guess you could say like or like the chain bar i don't know what it's called i'll just say the chain he actually had like the chain still on the chainsaw so the and he uh ended up getting like 
he was like um like sticking it out at the kid like like not too far of course but the kid felt uncomfortable so he put his hand out trying like to get away from it and he stuck his hand out too far and the employee tried to pull the chainsaw back but it was too late so and his hand or or like like the edge of his finger was like deeply cut because it made contact it, it was like just barely scraped like one of the sharp edges of the chain and it ended up cutting him pretty badly so i was like oh shoot like th this is not good for the um either the employee or like just like the sorry no for the employee and the horror show business like as a whole because like they could possibly get sued from this i don't know what ended up what ended up happening because you know it's not my business but i did hear <laughs> Uh, more people started coming in uh, and started coming around, like viewing the scene, and they're all like, uh, like the majority of them are like are black people, and uh, they're all like, like what happened? And then the kid who got his finger cut, he said him uh, this n word. <laughs> Sorry, I can't believe he still said this. This n word, like effing sliced open my hand. So then the kids who are around him again mostly african-american kids they're like like hey like like bro 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 hold on hold on hold on like I, I know you're upset and i know like that must like hurt like a mother effort but like there's no reason for you to be saying that like that shit man and and then um the kid uh was like you know what like you're right i'm sorry i'm just like, like i'm pissed off and like i got i got carried away i apologize and he's like like, like you're good man just just don't do that again and he's like, I'm like, okay, because, because like, again, he's surrounded by black kids, by, by, by African-American kids. And, uh, so eventually like a few minutes pass and wait, no, 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 hold on, missing something. Eventually the employee yelled back at the customer because the customer kept saying, um, uh, like, like, like what the F's the matter with you holding like a real chain, um, having a real chainsaw or like having like the chain still on that chainsaw. And then I heard the employee like yell back at him and said, like, 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 what's the stupid kid like you, uh, putting his hand out towards an, uh, towards a chainsaw, whether it is a real or fake or like whether it's real or not. And like, oh shoot. Uh, I didn't say anything, but, uh, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm a Mr. Employee. You can't really be saying that like. Cause like it's not I'm helping your case here, man. So like a few minutes passed, a bunch of a bunch more employees were called out to that area, and they basically like dispersed the whole crowd. So me and my brother and his friends continued our way down to the haunted house. It's like exactly nine o'clock when we get there, and the uh, the employee who is um uh, at who is who's at the fronter of the fronter. I'm sorry, at the front. At, who is front and center at the entranceway of the haunted house says, I'm sorry, the, uh, the haunted house closes at nine o'clock. You can't let you in. And they're like, and we're like, Oh my God. So, uh, so literally nothing is going our way right now. And then we start heading back to wherever we didn't really think about that part. Just thinking of doing something else while we still have the time. Five minutes later, we hear by, uh, on the speakers throughout the whole park, Ladies and gentlemen, the park is closed. You, uh, like we're, we're closing up early. Like, please leave as soon as possible. And I'm like, oh my goodness, nothing is going our way. Like, not even like a slight bit of hope can be brought upon us. So then we walk all the way back to the front of the park and end up leaving. And there's a bunch of people 
lined up at the receptionist desk line trying to ask for like some refunds or like some sort of like uh yeah basically just some sort of refund like or something to make up for um uh, this like horrific experience that they had like nothing brutal but just a, a total rip off of an experience so eventually we ended up waiting like another hour for that and uh, we ended up getting like free tickets that could be used for the end of the year so we still have another two months of eligibility for those tickets so uh which is nice but at the same time i honestly kind of would have liked like a like a full-on refund in cash but yeah that was my whole um uh, halloween experience wait no not halloween experience what am i saying halloween um uh themed six flags experience and uh we ended up trying to sit, uh, ask different like supervisors like what was happening, and some one person said, "I'm uh, we have like a bunch of kids like stealing uh, uh, items in our thrift store, and a bunch of ki- a, a bunch of other kids are like completely um, cutting in lines and all that stuff, which was true. I don't, I didn't see anything about the sti- about the th- the th- the thievery or the theft, but I did see a bunch of kids like um, cutting lines. For example, when we were in the uh, at the in the Medusa line, when we were like in the middle of the maze section, there was like literally uh, over the course of ten minutes, like fifteen different kids. Like, well, actually, no, not like that. Like maybe like ten, twelve kids cutting in line, and they. I kept hearing them say, "Like, no, no, no. Like, we're, we're friends with these people. We're friends with these people." To a bunch of other people, and they were saying that to a bunch of other on um, a different. Uh, uh, types of uh, a bunch of different groups within the line sometimes they one time they were even like i'm up talking to me and i was like oh my goodness like like even if they're like lying or not there's no way that i'm uh i can like do anything about it because like one way or or another they're just like honestly going to find a way around um around um this time consuming line however i was wrong they ended up, uh, I saw those same 10 to 12 kids, like 15 minutes later, um, it'd be sent all the way to like the back of the line. And like, I don't know, if, I don't even know if they left, if they went to the back of the line or if they just like completely left the line overall, because I could not see the the front of the line, no, sorry, the, the, the end of the line, because that's how far in we were at that point. So that's what the supervisors told us, but, uh, but, uh, and, but me and my brother and my and his friends were like, we were like okay, like on the outside. We walk away and like, and like, like I'm sure that's true. But like, we all know the real. Like, come on, guys, we all know the real reason why. Like, it's that um, uh, situ- it's that chainsaw incident that we saw earlier. And they're like, yep, like it, it has to be. Like, there's no other question. So yeah, that was my uh, like that was my Halloween experience. So, so I keep saying Halloween experience, my Halloween themed Six Flags experience. I just hope that uh, if we ever go to Six Flags again, and if we ended up using those tickets, uh, it will be uh, much better than um, uh, what we experienced that day. It's pretty much guaranteed because I don't think I'll ever see anything like that ever again. But uh, it was definitely, um, uh, uh, I can't even say thrilling. It was it was definitely something to remember, especially the kid I'm, uh, who I'm, uh, ended up dropping an end bomb in front of a bunch of black people. So that was um, pretty um, uh, pr- pretty daring of him. So I'm um, giving him props for that. I'm sure he got like a fantastic paycheck or like at least at least like a few thousand bucks out of this. 
because I don't know how much money people can be paid, like depending on these incidents, incidences, or no, no, incidents, because, you know, I just don't know how, how law works like that. I don't know how lawsuits work, like none of that. So yeah, that was definitely one to remember. And that is it for this episode of One Man, One Mic, No Filter. I'm El Romano Guzmano, and I will see you next time.